Welcome to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. I'm Joey Roberts. Welcome to Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. Super excited to dig into 2024 strategies that I already implement and Jamie Davidson have been implementing, but how we're going to make them even better for customer engagement going forward. And yes, AI is a game changer for this. And Jamie Davidson is joining us. And we're going to talk about our customer engagement strategies that have helped both of us grow our brands. And y'all, Jamie Davidson is a nine-figure seller. He has sold over $100 million in one year on Amazon, and his brands have scaled beyond that now. Jamie, thanks for joining again. Yeah, Joey, excited for this discussion, and uh, I think it's a great topic to help people here in 2024. Exactly. So there's several elements that we focus on when we're we're designing stuff and we're thinking of content and figuring out how to capture customer data and then use that data for an engagement strategy that builds brand loyalty. And there's so much to do and there's challenges and there's best practices and there's AI and there's planning and adaption, all of that. But I'm going to have you kick us off with kind of what we've been talking about the past couple of weeks of what is, is super important and is going to help Amazon sellers boost their sales and get ahead for 2024. Yeah, love it. So yeah, there's definitely some specific things that I think uh, really every Amazon seller should be doing, especially in 2024, to really grow uh, your brand. and you know, starting with the word brand, it's something that gets thrown around a lot. It's something that certainly the last few years has been topic about, you know, hey, the importance of branding on Amazon and what that what that actually means. But I think in 2024, the ability to differentiate your brand and do things off of Amazon and re-engage customers is no longer kind of a novelty. I'd say it's just about a must-have that you've got to have this in place both to grow your sales, uh, but also if you want to think about potentially exiting your brand in the future, this is the type of stuff that will really separate your business from just being like a Amazon, some kind of overly simplistic operation on Amazon versus like, hey, this is like a real brand that can be successful on Amazon, uh, but is also positioned to be successful uh, through other channels if uh, if warranted. Um, but but yeah, I'd love to to dive into some of the uh, the specifics there if if you think that makes sense. Yeah, it does, and I like that you're bringing up that it's not just for your Amazon platform. It's if you're on you know a website, Shopify, or really any e-commerce platform where you're selling physical products. So yeah, jump in. What is your um, kind of give give us one of your customer <laughs> engagement strategies that are is has been important yeah. and is even more important. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the ones that uh, I'm to talk about, they're all related uh, because in some way, and that is, so to get specific is let's start off with uh, inserts, all right? And inserts have been around for a long time, uh, right? So in terms of like the physical little note card or sticker or whatever type of instructions for a warranty, uh, sometimes you see them at people asking for reviews, Etc. So that has been around for a number of years. Not everyone takes advantage of it, but that has changed and evolved in uh, for 2024 in terms of what you can do, 
what you no longer can do with that. But it's uh, it's super important that you have a way, uh, and inserts is one of the leading strategies to do this, to be able to drive sales and get repeat customers is that you got to have inserts in a way to really connect and make that sale, make that your customer. Because without a way of, of connecting that customer to you, it's not really your customer. It's just Amazon's customer. You got some dollars from it, but you haven't acquired a customer. But um, if we start with inserts, it'd probably be the first thing. You got to have that in place. Uh, and there's a few things we can talk about, kind of do's and don'ts around that. Uh, and then the different ways you want to hook up inserts into things like funnels and follow-up communications to make this all work um, seamlessly. Yes. And I love that you brought it back to where you take them, right? It's like you give them the insert and it's, thank you for your purchase. We want you to love our brand, bring them into a warranty or, or something. But then it, it comes back into a funnel. And that is where I think is going to be super important for 2024. Email engagement, maybe even text messaging and owning and building your own brand loyalty as your brand and reaching out. So let's talk about that kind of um, two parts, like the design and the content of mm -hmm. the product inserts and also where does it go and in the call to actions, I guess, to, to bring them back to be your exact, your, not exact, but your, your customer so that you can market to them, remarket. Sure. Yeah. So the first thing it it's kind of the disclaimer or let's start with the uh, the things to avoid because if you think, oh yeah, I know uh, about inserts and yeah, I just need to, I haven't done that in the last year. I should fire those back up or we've been doing those for a while. Things have changed in terms of what you can actually put on your insert, right? Amazon's gotten a lot more strict and they've clearly stated kind of do's and don'ts around this stuff. So let me give you everyone a couple of uh, don'ts. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you don't want to have any effort in your communications to sway customer reviews, right? You can get people to give a review, but you don't want to um, ever say like, you know, please give us a five-star review. It means a lot to us. Uh, you don't want to basically blatantly be trying to drive the Amazon sales process off of the Amazon platform. So even though the stuff we're talking about here is off of Amazon, we want to do it so it's a win-win for uh, it's a win for the customer, it's a win for you, and it's a win for Amazon as well too, right? You're going to drive more sales back to Amazon, not that you're trying to take people away from there. Um, just a, a couple other ones too is a subtlety, which has been very common. If you've been selling for a while, I'm sure you've seen this, or if you've read enough of these uh, inserts, you've surely seen this is you want to steer clear of using any kind of persuasive language that is around like your business size or ownership nature. And specifically the, the really common one would typically be say, Hey, we're a small, you know, we're just a small uh, local business. Could you please support us with a, with a review, right? So you're not supposed to talk about uh, kind of any kind of persuasion to get people to do that, like sympathy, et cetera. Uh, and then a couple other ones I would say is avoid doing multiple things on the one card, uh, meaning like don't solicit feedback for review while giving a discount, like, hey, 50% off your next purchase, just because that could get confused as you're trying to incentivize a review. Um, so you want to keep that a little bit cleaner. And then the last one I would share is uh, eliminate the use of what we call 
conditional if statements that uh, that can basically allow you to filter reviews. This is another common tactic a lot of people deploy, which is, again, most of you or many of you probably have seen this before where it says like, hey, if you're satisfied with your product, please leave, leave us a review here. And it gives like a link to the review. If you're not satisfied or have any issues whatsoever, please contact us here, right? So you're essentially trying to filter all the, all the problem people away from the review process. And then you're trying to get those that are satisfied to the review process. So just up front, those are a list of things to avoid. Um, there's still, of course, plenty of things you can do, uh, but just make sure that you stay away from those things so that uh, you, you can stay out of uh, any kind of trouble in terms of Amazon. Yes, and it has changed uh, significantly over the years of what can go on the flyers. So definitely check uh, the Amazon policies as you're creating. But there are templates, you know, that Jamie, you've created templates. I'm, I'm working on templates mm -hmm. with you. And they're super cool. And, and they're really fun to do. And you can still make a really cool flyer and product insert staying within Amazon's terms of service that will uh, make your customers think you're super cool and, and want to buy more from you. Yeah, totally. So don't get caught up on me sharing some of the don'ts because, uh, you know, some people take that as, you know, hey, I should avoid doing inserts. And if uh, if you took that approach, you're missing the boat. You absolutely need to be doing uh, inserts here because to your point, there's a lot of cool, fun things you can do. I mean, basically the purpose of insert cards are to, you know, forget about even the end goal and the benefit for ourselves as sellers, but basically for the customer's point of view, it's like, hey, provide them product information to uh, give them a way to provide them customer support. Uh, any kind of information instructional use is is super value, but you can do a, a, a lot of cool things, both in the design to do that and also in terms of what you offer in terms of a great experience. So again, you can offer certainly people the warranties. You can do things like the sale, you know, buy one, get another one free or here, get 20% off your next order here. Uh, or you can do even things like digital products like uh and there's some other sites, I think like Etsy, if you go to Etsy and look under digital products or other mm -hmm. sites for digital products related to your product, you can get some really good ideas, you know, things for eBooks. Uh, you know, let's say you're selling a, a grilling accessory. So maybe, maybe some really cool recipes people can access. So just additional ways to add value to uh, the customer, which, you know, basically you need, you need to incentivize them in some way that, Hey, they want to contact you and give you their, their email, potentially their phone number. Uh, could be an opportunity to win, you know, a gift card, and maybe they're tagging you on social media. Uh, there's a whole host of things that you can do that are that are fun, that are completely allowed, and it creates this kind of differentiated experience from your competition. And then you have the benefit of actually, they become actually a true customer because you own their data, and that is really valuable once you have their email address and or phone number. Yes, it is. And that is the key to to brand loyalty. And you kind of brought this up earlier, but I had a pretty significant size email list and phone number list by the time I went to exit my brand, even though it had only been uh, around 12 months of selling. I worked really hard to collect email addresses and phone numbers, and that was a valuable asset for buyers. So it 
even though you're kind of like, what? well, I don't know that I'm ready to do that. It is definitely something you need to be thinking about, even if you're launching your first product or if you have lots of products already. You want to collect as many of your customers' information as you can. Yeah. Just to your example there with your own business, like if so, if I'm looking at buying your your brand, Joey, and there's a competitor also selling their brand and they have no email addresses, they have no customer information other than, you know, they're basically selling me that there's a track record that this product has sold well in the past. Meanwhile, you're offering like, here's the track record of the business, but you're also saying, oh, and by the way, here's a list of all of the customers or many of them that you can then market to if you have, you know, new versions of the product or related or frequently bought together, then that's going to be, you know, extremely attractive, right? In terms of like, oh, wow, um, I can both launch new products, leveraging existing customers or, you know, variations or create really fun things. Like you and I like to talk about uh, ways to communicate uh, things like, you know, around holidays, special offers to people or for personalized each individual. Like you can do uh, kind of birthday funnels where you get their birthday information and then you send them like a really special uh, kind of birthday wish and an offer on their birthday. You know, all sorts of things like that become uh, totally possible all starting with that with that contact information. Yes, I do like the birthday messages. Those are a must. Um, and yeah, Jamie and I do that for our brands inside of, of Clarity 6, which we'll tell you more about. But, but actually, Clarity 6 offers uh, pretty much everything that we were talking about. And inside of Clarity 6, you can tag like, yeah, if you put their birthday in, it'll just be an automatic birthday message because they'll, they'll get tagged. You're not actually the one who has to send the message. It's just one template and it'll automate. And then um, for for your products, it's like, oh, if you bought uh, this, um, I don't know, a steamer, well, then you can see if they bought the steamer bag or not, right? And if they haven't bought the steamer bag, you can market them. Oh, this would go great with with your iron. You now need the bag. So you can tag them in there and know what they bought so you can upsell. Um, that's another one of the features that I, I think is gross sales almost immediately because if you're sending out emails, we know that email is still one of the most powerful marketing tools with open rates and people purchasing from. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people think, you know, with uh, the rise of different channels and and you can certainly leverage these things we're talking about in terms of social media and they do play into it. But people think like, oh, email is dead or email is like, nope. <laughs> the actual return and investment on email still uh, dominates and is the strongest, even though there's there's other things like text messaging, you know, again, all the social media, uh, direct messaging, the DMs, but email is still the most important because even on those platforms, you know, the DMs, you don't own those platforms and uh, you don't control that. Whereas the email address, you do, you know, you do own that, right? So you actually, that is your, your own asset. Uh, and just to add it, kind of tie these things together. I mean, basically if you say, okay, you may be thinking, all right, I've got an insert. Awesome. How does this work? Like, how does the process work? Um, you know, essentially it's three pieces. There's like the insert, right? So you need the card, the sticker, and we can, there's different fun ways and different ways you can do things uh, with your insert. And then, so that's the first thing. And then you basically drive them to a, a funnel, what we call a sales funnel. 
Uh, basically, it's a landing page that's designed to capture their information that then links into the third thing, which is the ability to then bounce back and communicate with that customer, right? So you have your insert, you have your funnel page, and then you have your uh, your ability to re-engage with the customer to your point about having the email. It can be uh, similar. You can also do it via text message, uh, in some cases via social media as well too, but it's really easy via email and text messaging because to your point, uh, you know, the tool basically automates that whole process and boom, 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 it's all together. It's all in one spot and you can do some really, really cool, fun, automated stuff to drive, uh, you know, incremental sales, meaning related products, different products you're launching, or, um, you know, just get repeat customers from, uh, and repeat sales from, uh, from some of the same products. Yes. Very well said. And since we've kind of talked about it a little bit, do you want to uh, give us a little information about Clarity 6 before we say goodbye? And also, I want to thank all of the listeners for putting up with me. I am hiding in my car from my kids right, <laughs> my kid right now, and I'm also sick. So if I sound a little huh? off and I've said things a little funny, that's why I'm on a lot of uh, cold medicine hiding in my car. We're not live in our Austin podcast studio. Uh, we should be, but you know, Christmas <laughs> break is hard. Yes. So it, uh, yeah. So yeah, basically clarity six is a, uh, basically we built this tool, you know, it's like built by sellers for sellers is this process from our own experience. A lot of times you need to like a lot of different tools and platforms to do this and that can get really expensive. Uh, and so essentially we built this with a really strong development team to just automate this whole process where it just connects the, uh, we have the templates for the inserts for everybody. So you can ba basically pick amongst a lot of different inserts uh, for all different sizes and different purposes, you just plug in your information. So it's like super easy. And then the funnels, same thing. We uh, basically have the plug and play funnels for you uh, and with uh, automations built in to uh, basically capture the information. And then same thing, the automations for the communication for the email templates. Uh, if you want to add texting as well too, if you want to hook up your social media, all this to tie it all together in one spot at like a really, really low cost, um, probably five times, maybe even 10 times less expensive than what it costs to, uh, to do that. If you were kind of pull piecemeal each of kind of the systems to do each of these, these things separately. So, uh, so yeah, that's what uh, Clarity6, it's actually Clarity6.ai. So if you go to Clarity6.ai, you can actually uh, see some more details on it and you can um, you can join the, uh, the effort. It's been uh, growing really quickly and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. But, you know, the point here is that you really, you really need to, one way or the other, you need to be figuring out how to be capturing people's data and how to be driving these sales back to Amazon, but drive them, you know, after the sale to drive these sales. And uh, you can't just rely just on PPC and just on the Amazon platform itself to hit your, your sales goals and really, really drive your profits. Exactly. Very well said. And since our listeners probably want to know more about Clarity 6 or how that they could utilize it, what's the best way to do that? Yeah. So it's just what I mentioned, which is go to clarity6.ai. So again, that's .ai. So clarity6.ai, you can go in there. Uh, of course, feel free to uh, message us on social media. I know in the show notes, I'm sure we'll have 
uh, our Instagram links as well too. And uh, so you can feel free to hit us up on that, but the best way is to go to clarity6.ai and uh, yeah, we'd love to uh, love to show you more. Awesome. Well, Jamie, it's always awesome to have you on here with your level of experience and expertise and huge congratulations on launching Clarity 6. It's going to be an awesome 2024 and I wish all of you amazing sales and a wonderful, successful 2024. Until next time, stay fearless. If you're already selling on Amazon or you're looking to get started and you want my help, go to amzfearless.com to book a free strategy selling session. We can see if we can help you out. That's amzfearless.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. Until next time, stay fearless. Fearless.